Good morning, Eugene. Hey, good morning. So when's your next promotion coming up? <laughs> so I've never actually been like promoted. I've always left the company to like a better job. I also don't think I've ever gotten like a bonus. I always left before that like period kicks in. But I was thinking about this quite a bit at sort of this job, but at a couple jobs where I acknowledge that a lot of people want to become managers and sort of move up the corporate ladder. But I never had that urge because my boss was always doing like a way more annoying job. Like not only did they have to know what I was doing, they also sort of needed to help and like also do the work that I'm doing because they were bad at delegating. And I like, I don't sort of want that responsibility of like managing more and more people. And it's interesting. Like I like thinking about management theory and what it takes to be a good manager versus a good leader versus like a good individual contributor. So I was always on like the engineering team sort of, you know, doing the the work and the idea of having to do the work to know all this stuff and then become a manager or a leader, it, it like never really appealed. And the more engineers that I talk to, the, it, it's not an uncommon sentiment. And a lot of the people that I know, they get promoted. They sort of get promoted just to get more money. And they keep doing the same job they always did with like added responsibilities. So like you have a, a manager that continues doing the engineering work, but also now has to like write reports for HR about who took what vacation. Or, you know, hire people or fire people or figure out you know, who's going to sit where or something. And and it like doesn't make sense other than if you need more money. And, and like, I don't, <laughs> it's a weird thing to say, but like, I feel like I'm good for now. And like, yeah, maybe if I, you know, stay here for too long and I see an opportunity that's interesting, I would like investigate, but I've yet to see like a management job that I want and I feel like I can sort of be a senior engineer forever. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think, um, I think you were at a point you actually grew up and some people never do. Um, we're kind of back, um, in this topic, we're back to the ego and ego driven, you know, decisions and aspirations and stuff. Um, people, that I've seen and experienced in my life, um, met, um, hang, hung out or whatever, vast majority want to be promoted and they don't really know why. Usually the top two things are prestige and money, right? But what they don't realize is they, you know, being a manager actually sucks because, uh, when you manage other people, uh, that's what my husband used to say and still believes in that their problems become yours. Yeah. Someone has to take responsibility. <laughs> exactly. And so like, if you enjoy, um, if you don't enjoy your work, being a manager maybe is better, but, or if you're not good at it or both. Um, but like, for example, like my husband, um, you know, he's a project manager. He knows this work in and out and he's been offered promotions 
several times in the past decade, but he says, well, what's the point? You know, I'm going to be stressed. I'm going to be working a lot more because not only will I have to manage everybody, I will have to also get reports done. I'll have to be a boss to someone and, and stress them out to get results and stuff like that and make decisions. Why do I need that stress? Right. And actually there was a woman in his office. This was probably five or six years ago. She was uh, some sort of a, a project manager for one of the divisions and she wanted to be promoted. She was up for promotion. She was promoted and, um, she actually ended up working a lot more in hours. So if you split the salary increase over the extra hours and extra stress, <laughs> she was actually making less yeah. than she was before. And, um, when she wanted to get demoted, like she asked to, to be put back in her position <laughs> that she was before, the company said no. Yeah, and I think it's valid. If you need more money, a lot of times there's no other way to get more money. And what I've done is just switch companies, which I, I would say worked out for me pretty well. And I, I do think there's a trend, at least in tech, and I'm sort of assuming accounting too, where it's okay to pay your individual contributors like good money. Like if if you're a professional, why shouldn't you be paid like a, not a living wage, but like a good wage and forcing people into management because that's the only way to make more money seems sort of bad. And I, I'm happy that a lot of companies are acknowledging that, yeah, it's okay to pay professionals a bunch. And I, I, I definitely know in some cases, some managers get paid less than some of the engineers that they manage, which is weird. And it doesn't happen like all the time, but I, I've definitely seen that. And I think it's also okay. Like con individual contributors do add a lot of value to like the company and the effort. And why shouldn't they be like compensated for being technically capable? Yeah, I agree. And there's nothing wrong in the companies. I think it's kind of the common perception that um, a manager has to make much more than individual contributors. I actually disagree with that. And Cablevision is a great, was a great um, example of where it worked really well, where, you know, technicians were being paid um, often much more than the managers um, because they've worked in the company for many years and they really did well and stuff like that. So it could work really well. It could also, you know, people are people and it could potentially with people that are not necessarily honest, um, they could take advantage of that. But um, at least that's, you know, the experience that I've had and have seen happen was that often when you pay the individual contributors well, your business is much stronger than when you have a manager that basically, yell, you know, not yells at everybody in a, um, literal sense of the word yelling, uh, but like pushes everybody, stresses everybody out to get results and things like that. I think that's, um, <clears throat> that's a slippery slope and it doesn't lead to a better, more profitable company in my opinion. Yeah. And we might've touched on this before, but you can also be an individual contributor and also like a leader at the company where just cause you don't manage people you don't hire you don't fire them you don't do any hr type things i think it's also perfectly natural for an engineer to come up with an idea and execute it and 
try to sell it. Sell it as in like, you know, convince people that it's a good idea. And, and I think that leaders can be at any level and you don't necessarily need to be a manager to, to like come up with ideas. And I mean, honestly, if you're like on a team and you've been working there for a while and you're good, you probably do have ideas of how to make things better. And I, like, I feel if I, if I came up with an idea, they would listen to me at work, even though I don't like directly manage any people. That's like a different skill set. I think it's like a third job yeah. of like leadership management and I don't know, engineering or individual contributorship. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I agree. And, and, you know, um, I don't know if I told you about this guy before, but um, I was at a conference a couple of years ago uh, when we still had conferences um, in person. <laughs> and um, this one guy from Australia, data analyst, did they talk about him, Michael McQueen? No, I don't remember any data analysts. Cool. Um, he's like, he's, I was impressed by him, not because of his data anal- analytical skills, but I was impressed by his presentation. It was spotless there was no teleprompter like i was sitting close enough to see the screens and things like that and like the person right before him was using a teleprompter and was looking down every second which was very annoying for someone who's like for someone like me who's also a professional speaker and trained and stuff like that but this guy's presentation was spotless it was engaging it was funny it was just perfect from all perspectives, right? And But he was talking about um, how companies innovate. And sometimes companies like um, Research in Motion, for example, a company that created a BlackBerry, um, they grow but forget to evolve, forget to um, innovate, um, and things like that. So he talked about, and actually a funny, funny thing, he, he had a trivia in his presentation, and the trivia was, what will Alexa be able to predict with 75% certainty within the next 10 years? And there were answers like um, um, uh, economic downturns, um, something else, something else, and and divorce rates. And the correct answer was divorce rates (laughs) because Alexa is listening. Um, And um, and Alexa often... (laughs) Okay. Okay. Let's, I'll give you that one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, anyway, so yeah, so basically what I liked, what he said that left an impact on me and I actually used his quote. Um, I quoted him in my book is that he talked about, and Steve Jobs kind of touched on it a little bit. Um, he said, you know, we want to hire creative people and talented people, and we don't want to tell them what to do. We want to hire them so that they tell us what to do, right? Kind of similar, Michael McQueen said, um, the best innovation and the best ideas in a company come from the person with the freshest set of eyes. Yeah, I, I've, I've definitely seen that. And I think that's a lot of reasons why they hire, like, I don't, I don't, I don't know exactly what to call them, but sort of like at the company that I'm at, they're like, EVPs of like strategy or something, but basically ideas people, they, they're a lot of times outside hires from industries that don't necessarily represent, like, there's no like clear path of why this person would be good at this job. But I think that ideas can come from 
a lot of places. And if you have a fresh perspective and you just learn about like a new industry, I think that you're going to be able to come up with new ideas sort of easily because, well, you don't know what the old ideas are. So you're just, you're just giving what your experience is, which is different than other people's at that same company. So, yeah, I, I appreciate when that happens, but I'm also really frustrated because why wasn't like an internal person promoted? And it's probably because outside hires like produce better results at like whatever level they're supposed to maybe. Yeah. Um, I agree. And I think that, and that's often, you know, some companies have a policy of not promoting internally, but hiring externally for, for higher positions. um, And I think that there's a reason um, for it too, like you said, because they're, and here's it. So I'm a big fan of Mike Michalowicz, you know, profit first and, and his work in general with entrepreneurship. Um, and he, um, he talked about like he, when he was building his businesses, you know, he has a business with every book that he writes pretty much with a partner. Um, he talked about how he used to get ideas. He would go to like a couple of times a year, he would go to a conference. That's not, that's like, refrigerator repairman conference type of thing, you know, completely something out of the blue, not not related. And his favorite method, and I love it, is rip off and duplicate, um, (laughs) R&D. So he would look look at how, let's say, the refrigerator repair people uh, do stuff, right? And he would see how can he apply it to entrepreneurs in general or his industry or whatever, Something I think there's a lot of rhyme and reason to that. Yeah, and um, I guess a good sort of close um, like comparison is that people should read broadly. Where I think me for sure, I read like a very specific type of book, and they're sort of very similar to the one that you wrote. This like businessy type life hacks book. And like, and I don't, cause like the, the category of books I read is like more broad than, you know, business books, but they're, they are very similar. And then recently I started reading some novels and it, it was just so different. And, and I was like, wait a second, like there's so many different kinds of books. And then I read a sci-fi book and then I read another one and then I read a history book. And I was like, I think people should read broadly, even if you're not like interested in that topic or that genre i think having this outside perspective and then you know pulling it into the stuff that you normally read or your normal life is is like really important so i've been trying to <laughs> i've been trying to like read more broadly and and to pull it back to the should should you be promoted i i sort of feel like if you want to be like if you like at some point i'm sure that i'm going to be interested in either making more money or trying out a different like role and yeah maybe like not working not like coding not typing would be interesting and figuring out how to how to like encourage people to to work and how to enable them to produce the results you want like maybe that'll be an interesting sort of adventure for me but like i i i find it very like tough to convince myself to do this at any company that I'm at because I'm, I'm normally pretty satisfied. And the second I become unsatisfied, like I don't want to be disgruntled 
because I've stayed at a place for too long and I burned out. And then to ask for a promotion seems like weird because I don't want to be like more involved in the stuff that I don't like and getting more money at some point like doesn't, doesn't do it. And I think a lot of times, I mean, every time I, I haven't left a company because of the money I've left it. Cause I was just sort of frustrated and like more money or more responsibilities wasn't going to, wasn't going to help me. So like it would, it would have made things worse. And obviously think- you need a baseline of like making money and you should be able to afford your lifestyle, but I don't have these issues. Every, every job I move to like that job. So my lifestyle sort of adjusts with whatever role I find. Because I have no responsibilities. <laughs> I agree, and and he, the the point of this conversation, I think, um, you know, today, um, is that when if you are thinking about you know promotion, I I would encourage folks to set their ego aside and and really understand, look at existing managers or look at what resp- responsibilities are before you say yes. Um, what it is that's gonna that you are going to do, and um, um, how much realistically you are going to work? Because oftentimes, and it's across the board, that's it's has been true. Oftentimes, you get this extra boost in money, and if you split it over the extra hours that you have to work, you actually make much less than you were before. Um, you know, I used to work for an accounting firm, um, and um, <clears throat> many years ago decade ago, actually. And we would, um, and it's customary for accountants to get bonuses after tax season sometime in June, right? So tax season is over in, in, um, April, the companies, you know, get paid by all the clients pretty much in May, and then they figure out who's getting how much and stuff like that. So I actually calculated how many hours I worked during taxing the extra hours, you know, over the 40 hours a week, um, off season, And I split the bonus over the extra hours. So if I was getting, let's say, I don't remember the exact numbers, but I just remember the ballpark. Um, I was a staff accountant back then. I was getting, let's say, my normal salary over hours, right? Rate was about $26 an hour, let's say. Um, And then when I split the bonus that I got over the extra hours that I worked during tax season, um, that every extra hour I worked was paid at about $15 an hour. So hot take. I don't think people work for money after a certain point. Like, obviously you need to afford to like live, but like, I don't show up to work for the money. Like I sort of do it cause I want to. And I know I know a lot of things aren't like that, and I, like a lot of aspects of my work isn't super fun. And I do have to remember that you know this isn't like a fun playtime. This is this is work, and they are paying me to be here. So like when frustrations come up or when bad stuff happens and it's like annoying, yes, like the money is a motivation. But I'd say like eighty percent of the time, I'm not thinking about you know payday or the money because I've. I've sort of positioned myself in a way where I live like, under my means and I don't need to like really worry about like making more or less money. I, I just adjust to where I am and it's, it's a little privileged to 
to sort of be there. But I work pretty hard to keep my expenses down and my salary at a level that's like appropriate. And I, I, I don't think that people work for money at, at the, at, at the level that I'm at where like we are professionals and I'm, I'm a good engineer, not because they pay me. I'm a good engineer because I'm interested in what I'm doing. And I would be doing this stuff if I was working at a coffee shop, I would still be doing this sort of engineering work regardless because it's like a hobby. Well, you're, I mean, you're making good money. So, you know, but we're not talking, typically when people get promoted to managers and stuff, they make a lot less. Um, and um, they get promoted, they get much more, you know, let's say 10, 20 grand more. For someone at your level, that is incremental increase. It's not as impactful. Right. Like if I got promoted, like I think it would be significant in like absolute terms, but my quality of life, like I'll adjust it. Like I'll, I'll, I'll spend the, the extra money or whatever, but I don't think I'll be any happier. And to, to sort of move away from doing the work that I'm interested in to work that is is like different so like i feel like i would only take this manager role if i decided for myself that hey i think you know managing people would be a cool thing to do as opposed to i need more money because i I don't don't know i feel like spending less money is kind of easy in my situation i don't have any like houses or kids or any real responsibilities so like if i need more money i could just like go out a couple days less a week boom more money Well, not everyone thinks that way. So just you're you're fortunate to you know to, be to in a simple situation. That. Yeah. Like I, I acknowledge that my situation's very like easy, I guess. Like there's not a lot of forces pulling me or my attention or my like resources in different directions and I can sort of just focus on what I'm doing. But yeah, like I, I really don't feel like I wanna be promoted. And then if I want another role, I would almost rather like get hired for that role. Like uh, for example, if I want to be like a project manager, I feel like it would be a better it'd be a better path to try out project management maybe at like the current company to to see if you like it because it's you know, it's easier to get a job you already have. Yeah. But I don't know. It's weird for me to say, but I feel like I'm coming down on the side of outside hires, and I've I've never had this opinion before. Well, um, <clears throat> I think that an outside hire, especially from a different industry, can give a whole new perspective because, like, I've worked with small businesses in a ton of different industries, different leadership styles, and it's easy for me to advise other businesses because I've already seen what works in this industry. So, if someone says, "Well, I want to do this." I can say, well, you can, but just keep in mind that it could result in X because I've seen it happen already to somebody else in a different industry. So I feel like there is um, logic to it, absolutely, to hire someone outside um, versus promoting someone inside because oftentimes um, oftentimes you can't have... Um, uh, you Oftentimes people who are great executioners, which usually are the people who get promoted are not great managers. So if you are to promote them, you have to give them some managerial training, which, you know, my husband has worked for a number of large companies. That's what large companies 
used to do. I don't know if they do it anymore, but you need to teach someone um, um, to to actually be a manager if you want to promote someone you like in in your company. Yeah, and I don't I don't think that happens nearly as often as it should. <laughs> yeah. Well, so what's the diagnosis? What do you think? Honestly, I'm a little conflicted because I feel like my opinion changed pro- probably four minutes ago. And I think I'm going to have to like sleep on this or something. <laughs> well, um, my opinion hasn't changed. I think that you should be promoted only if you can handle being a manager and can be okay with um, um, other people's problems becoming yours. Um, that's kind of the, I think then in a nutshell, what managerial position is truly. I'm gonna have to pass on that for now. (laughs) All right. Great talking. (laughs) Yeah. See you next week. See ya.